Hi everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Bevelations, cocktails and conversations with Philly's most fabulous. Welcome back, it's me, Bev. Let's just address the elephant in the room. Me and my weight gain. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I know I said I just came back after a little hiatus, and I said that I would be doing these now on a bi-monthly basis, bi-weekly, bi-weekly basis, uh, and I'm a fibber. Um, this has been about three weeks since the last episode came out, and for that, I apologize, but uh, I am a very busy lady. Um, this is a labor of love, but it is a labor um, getting to produce these episodes for everybody. Um, I don't, I do these in my spare time. I don't get paid for them at all. It is just something that I, I do like to have as a creative outlet and something to put content out there that I don't think is like a lot of what we're seeing. Uh, but it is, it is time consuming and, um, my schedule with having my day job and then my gigs at night does limit my time to get this stuff out. So I do apologize for for the length of time that it's been since our last episode, but we do have a great one for you today. I'm sitting down with my former roommate, Mr. Connor Michael Chuck, and he is going to let us know about Burlesque, uh, the city's uh, only uh, all-male, well, actually it's not even all-male anymore, it started out all-male, now it's a, it's all-inclusive uh, body positivity burlesque troop that I am a part of, and it's a great interview, um, so sit back, relax, and enjoy that. Uh, hit the subscribe button on your iTunes or Google Play Music if you haven't already to get the most up-to-date episodes as I release them, and if you are just uh, so distraught that I'm not putting out content as much as you'd like, you can find me on Venmo at Bev Philly Drag and give me a little tip. Give me some financial incentive to get this shit out sooner rather than later. And you never know. I may put them out fucking every day if I make enough money. So uh, hit me up there. You can find me on Instagram at It's Bev Bitch to come see me at any of my gigs. And I will see you all hopefully soon. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Mr. Connor Michael Chuck. Today we are joined by Connor Michaelchuk. Connor Michaelchuk is the host and co-creator of Philadelphia's Bearlesque, the city's longest-running male burlesque review. His show encompasses the camp of vaudeville with the tact and social grace of Rush Limbaugh. Bearlesque promotes body positivity in the queer community. It welcomes all body types, gender expressions, and performance styles. On a personal level, Connor enjoys keeping up to date on current events through BuzzFeed, Jezebel, and Fox News. He enjoys long walks on the beach during sunset. I'm just kidding. His hobbies include using Growler on public transit, flirting with men he has no intention of sleeping with, and hunting for daddy bears. He is the ginge on a binge. Please welcome Connor Michael Chuck. <laughs> that was a bio. I know. That was it's, a bio. That's my that's my go-to bio whenever somebody asks me for something. I was like, I don't fucking know Did what to say. Did you copy and paste that from your website? Oh, like, yes. Me of course. <laughs> so welcome. Fun fact, Connor and I were roommates for two years? Two years. Two years before I moved to this amazing penthouse apartment. The glamour of it all. With 75,000 wig heads. When we lived together, the wig heads were confined to the bedroom. The bedroom. One this, armoire. Yes. Now they've just fully, now they've literally like fucking rabbits and they've multiplied. So... 
Well, you did just win best hair. I did just win best <laughs> hair. Thank you. We're recording this the week after the Wednesday after what the fuck day is this? Thursday. Thursday after the Drag Awards. And yes, I did win best hair and best monthly for my show Best Bitch Fest. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Congratulations! Thank you. I haven't, I haven't, I really has publicized that one as much. I'm waiting for the right moment for that. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till we get closer to the next Bitch Fest to, to publicize. That. <laughs> well, it's fun fact. I wasn't nominated for anything. Well, but but you were. You have y'all have your your burlesque yeah, your awards. I wasn't did. nominated for any shit in that. <laughs> Well, you and I work with fucking burlesque performers every <laughs> single goddamn month, but whatever. It's fine. So hi, hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm I'm wonderful. It's finally like the weather is finally Halloween. Right. It's, it's not hotter than fall. hell. Right. <laughs> I'm wonderful. It's sweater weather. Sweater weather. It is sweater weather. Sweater weather. <laughs> so let's start. You know how this works. Let's start at the beginning. A very good place to start. Take us back. Where is little Connor from? I uh, born and raised in Rhode Island, Southern Rhode Island, okay. right on the beach. Um, I went to high school in South Kingston, Rhode Island, where um, it just is full of homosexuals. And no, it really, it we, really had a, we had a lot of gays in my high school. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and we were the popular kids. So we. I wasn't out. I wasn't out in high school. Oh. But my brother. Could, my, did they all have eyes and ears? <laughs> Listen, listen. I was I was a sensitive boy. You were artistic. I was. <laughs> you were the, you were you were the artistic Pugsley Adams impersonator. It's fun. Well, that's fun. Um, and um, where'd you go to school? I uh, left Rhode Island and went to Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to school to be a teacher and got my two bachelor's degrees and my certification to teach and um, never did. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, the background checks didn't go through? I that unfortunate pick, Mary Kay Letourneau <laughs> incident in the 90s where you <laughs> slept with a 14-year-old Latino? Uh, unfortunately, no. I um, There just weren't many jobs available. Um, mm-hmm. the, the Fun fact, the school system in Philadelphia is uh, problematic. <laughs> <laughs> they close schools every year. And um, it was just really hard to get a job, and I had become disenchanted with the whole idea, and ended up working uh, waiting tables and tending bar, and uh, eventually fell into a retail job. You know, retail, as, gotta love it. Um, and I've been with the same with the same company since then. So, okay. Yeah. So. So talk to us about how Berlesque, uh came to be. <laughs> This is this is a fun a fun story. So, um, this is back going back uh, four and a half Closer years. To the goddamn four, four and a half years. You're sitting further away than I. I have am. a I have a voice <laughs> that projects. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so going back about four and a half years, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was asked to be in an all male beauty pageant. Because I am a beautiful, uh, stunning, uh, uh, Grecian uh, Adonis. You are are a handsome lady. (laughs) I am a very handsome lady. Um, And it was presented to me as a alternative male beauty pageant where looks don't really matter. So I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> that's, that's my kind of and pageant. this was Mr. Gay. Mr. Queer, Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So um, this was not associated with the actual Mr. Queers from Philadelphia, which is a real thing. And which is why we never had a second one because we found out that there was already one. Well, there was an act. That, so this was like 
It was basically like the. the and was this the, created the by who I, who I think created Rocco it? Rocco DeFinis. Rocco, okay. who is a sweetheart, is a sweetheart. Uh, and um, I really thank him for. He's the one who got me started in all this nonsense. Um, so, was in the pageant. And do you know who the host of that was? Who? Peppermint. Oh, Peppermint. Fun. Peppermint I, think, was, I think I might have heard this story before. Yeah, Peppermint uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race fame uh, mm-hmm. was uh, the. He's been around for three hundred and twelve years. <laughs> exactly, was the co- was the host. Uh, I guess host co-host for this event. Um, absolute sweetheart, nicest lady in the world. Um, I and I came in second. And I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> you were a lovely first <laughs> I was, alternate. I was a lovely first alternate. And I won. Uh, David Alexander Jenkins, I think is his name. Um, he, he, Shout out to you, whoever the fuck you are. He is, I don't really know much about him other than he beat me and he lives in Rittenhouse and I see him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. I think he sells, I think he works in real estate or whatnot, but he like always looks absolutely stunning in person. I'm just like, man, and I'm, I'm I look like shit. <laughs> But you know he won. Well, Congratulations! So, so. <laughs> um, and on the panel was Josh Schoenwolf, and um, Josh told me that I was robbed. Uh, and at that point, he decided that we should make what I do. Oh, I, I totally skipped over this part. A uh, week before the pageant, I found out there was a talent section, and wow. I don't have a legitimate talent. So I was in love with the movie Gypsy. I loved the musical. I. <laughs> You do love Gypsy. I do love Gypsy. So I was like, I could do that. Fuck it. I could totally strip tease and be funny about it. And uh, did it and came in second, although I had the highest score in talent. Uh, it was the words. It was the uh, speaking part that fucked me up, apparently. Oh, you know, She's not a public speaker. I'm not. Um, I, I really, you put me on a microphone and I just shit the bed. Well, you are terrible, but we'll, <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, and Josh saw what I did and he really liked it. Mm-hmm. And at that point was like, you know, we should make this a real thing. We should try to make this a show. And I'm like, sure. Why the fuck not? You know, I've got nothing better in my life. This is, this is pretty much <laughs> like, right. let's have some fun. I always loved theater. Like this will be fun. Did you do theater? I did not. You I never did, ever did, did theater never did before theater? burlesque. Did you theater like, faggot? You never did it yourself? No, because I was never a person. I always like, had, I even now, like I still get a lot of stage fright uh-huh. before I perform. And it, you'll see me in the dressing room and you're like, what's wrong? I was like, nothing. I just need to like, I yeah, need, you do. You I like, like you shut listen down to your music, like right before <laughs> you go on. And I just shut down right before I go on. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just was never a person with a lot of, uh, a lot of confidence, so I didn't mm-hmm. really do it. Mm-hmm. But that's all changed now, mm-hmm. and I am a faggot who takes his clothes off Perfect. and uh, has tons of fun doing it. So let's we you we you briefly wrote about it in your bio, and I read it. But for to the average person who may be stumbling across this. Uh, has no idea what burlesque is. <laughs> Describe it to that person. Well, to your tens of listeners. How dare <laughs> you? Uh, burlesque is a body positive show. It originally started off as an all bear burlesque show uh, with bears, otters, cubs, and all the other animals in the fucking forest. And a couple mongooses. A couple mongooses. Uh, flying squirrel. Pierre Corvair was a in flying it. Flying squirrel. <laughs> um, and it started off as this like all bear review, mm-hmm. and it quickly grew into 
you know, we can't really turn somebody down if they're not really a bear. We want this to represent everyone. Mm -hmm. We can't say it's body positive and not have somebody who's like a hairless twink in it. Uh, Gunnar Montana was in one or two shows. Um, So it it quickly morphed. We invited uh, female-bodied people into it. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it is just a body positive show where we show off all uh, body types, no matter how uh, all genders, no matter how you represent. And we uh, try to be as inclusive as possible. And it's stripping. And it's stripping. (laughs) Well, that's fun. So, um, so, and that started back in 2000. Oh, don't make you do dates. No, it would be 2013. 13. Okay. Yeah. So that that's how I think that's how I think we first met because Pierre brought me in mm-hmm. to do like a little Well, right. well we met on Scruff. Did we? We did. We were chatting uh-huh. on Scruff when you first moved here. Oh, back when I had no friends. Back and when I you had like, no friends like, and you're like, like, I'm gonna use Scruff to meet people. <laughs> I did until I got yelled at enough that I got off of it. We're like, Yeah, that's not what this is for. Because <laughs> I moved here, I knew no one, and then like Luke was like, Oh, welcome to this new city. I'm going away to do a gig for three months. So you're on your own. And I was like, <laughs> Um, and we, so I finally met you in person at Bearlesque the right. first time because, uh, That's Pierre, back when I was just a fledgling little drag queen yeah. looking for any stage time that I could get. And, and you so. had like the worst, like you, you basically weren't even performing. You were introing Pierre Corvair. <laughs> I did like some like Kristen Chenoweth It intro. was daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, daddy, uh, from Kristen Chenoweth. I remember. But I got laughs. You did get laughs. I think it was the wig. <laughs> That was that's. I still have that wig. I know. I've. It's somewhere buried under your bed. It's it's it is, it's it's been donated to the Smithsonian <laughs> as part of natural history. But yeah, and then I I weaseled my way into doing it every month. Well, it became abundantly clear that you were one of the more talented people <laughs> performing. Well, sometimes I feel like I feel like I'm good for the burlesque thing because. Sometimes you need like a palate cleanser at the end of each act. And yes. Because some of it, because not everything has to be like, you and I tend to do like funny, yeah. upbeat kind of well, stuff. I don't do sexy. I don't, well, you, but <laughs> like, we don't do like the dark and everything's very like blood and teeth <laughs> and all kind of stuff. And like sometimes an audience needs like, okay, we need, we need, we need a, a fun exit out of each act. So I feel like I, I try to. Yeah. And you and you do very you do very well. Oh, thank you. This is about um, me after all. It's my podcast. <laughs> oh, so. And so from Bearlesque, you've started doing a shit ton of other stuff. You're in, tell us about what else you're involved in. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus. So, oh Jesus. Oh, oh God, get out oh, the calendar. Oh God. Sidewalk, sidewalks, ca- father, sidewalks. <laughs> sidewalks. That's why we Lutherans use the grape coolie for the blood of Christ. Uh, so I've been fortunate enough to work with uh, <laughs> to with Brittany Lynn, uh, mm-hmm. Brittany Lynn, a lot of my uh, work. Go back and listen to her seventy-three hour long uh, ev- episode <laughs> Do you of know Revelation. What I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I was saying this. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It was gay. Yeah. It was yeah. Uh, so, um, Brittany Lynn and I have known each other for years, and when I was performing, she uh, tolerated what I did. She liked what I did, apparently, and <laughs> she and she would call me and say, "Hey, I got something. You want to come out and do this?" I'm like, "Sure," you know. Yeah. And that quickly grew into doing um, tons of little gigs, hosting things for her. Um, I was really fortunate that now I'm performing with uh, Brittany Lynn, Bella Kane. Um, Lucky you. Joe Black and 
touch that one. So <laughs> I'll give a chance. Um, it's my podcast. I can say what I want. Um, she can say what she wants on her uh, green screen television show filmed through wax paper. It's fine. Um, and uh, and Joe Black, formerly Pissy Miles. Pissy Miles mm. is not with the cast right now, but we're doing. Um, we do the Golden Girls Live, where we perform episodes from the Golden Girls. And you of, play? I play Sophia. <laughs> I play Sophia, too. You are the spitting image of a frail Estelle Getty. <laughs> no, so. I look like... No, when I'm in drag, when I'm in Estelle Getty drag, I look like the old man from Up. <laughs> you, do, you do. I'll get you some fresh tennis <laughs> balls right. for your walker. <laughs> There's a lot of... <laughs> I, I play Estelle Getty very Jewish. Okay. <laughs> very, very Brooklyn Jew, uh, because it's just what I go to when I want to be funny is is Brooklyn Jew. Right. Um, and playing a Sicilian woman. Playing a Sicilian woman. Um, luckily, Ian is about a foot taller than me, and then I always wear flats and he wears heels, so it looks like, right. you know, it, 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 it looks right on stage. Right. Um, and uh, currently, I am a co-producer and judge for the Philadelphia Burlesque Battle Royale. Which is? Which is a... We call it the grad school of burlesque in Philadelphia. So the Burlesque Battle Royale has been around for probably, I think it's like this is the sixth cycle. Um, And originally it started off as a competition where people would uh, compete against each other, (coughs) um, performing different themes every week. And every week people would get eliminated until there was one person left to win a crown and uh, a, a, a nice little fee. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing instead is we got rid of eliminations. So it is um, this season we have uh, nine competitors performing uh, different themes all throughout because the idea is that we want you to learn and grow and to develop the community versus foster competition, uh, which brings in negativity and drama and all that bullshit that we want to avoid. Uh, the other thing that we started doing this season uh, is we are paying all contestants to perform in the show. Mm. So every week we've been lucky enough to get sponsors um, from the uh, the co-producers right now. We have uh, sponsoring us are the co-producers, the uh, P- uh, Play, P-L-A-I, the Philadelphia LGBT Arts Initiative, oh, Hoops okay. and um, Ian. Oh, okay. Shout out to Hoops and Ian. Thank you so much for being co-producers and helping us with our vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had a bunch of people basically donate to be a part of the experience and to help these students actually not have to go broke paying for costumes. Right. Um, and each week they do a different theme. Um, and we just challenge them to grow and to compete against themselves and get better and better and better so that by the end of it, they have not only costumes ready to go, but they're not broke and that they should have some bookings right, under their belt. Right, and they have a, a library of numbers that Correct. they can do for shit. So yes. That's good. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. That's with Honey Tree Evil Eye, Flirt Vonnegut, and Hattie Harlow. So love my co-producers. They're all uh, amazing. Perfect. And that's on... Uh, it is normally Thursday nights. Well, this will come out next Wednesday. Yeah, so, so it'll, it'll be, be out. On, it'll be on, on Thursday, Thursday nights. <laughs> and uh, the and the next episode is or the next show is going to be uh, is nerdlesque. So it's all about um, cosplay, character play, um, just trying to basically embody a character and really show us how that you understand character study. So it's going to be really exciting. I'm probably going to dress up as Lizzie McGuire. 
<laughs> Something new and different. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you have me to thank for that goddamn number, but we'll get there. So, um, okay, well, that's awesome. And yeah. then you're also doing burlesque, not just in Philly, but... Yeah, oh, God. Uh, six cities now. We're in six cities. Uh, we have our Philadelphia burlesque, our hometown. Which is on the... It's the first Friday of every month. We're also in Brooklyn at the Deep End, uh, the first Friday of every month. Uh, we are in New Hope currently. I believe it's every other Tuesday okay. at the Raven. Uh, we have uh, periodic shows. I believe it's every two or uh, I think it's every every two months. We're we're at the Baltimore Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are every two or three months. We are at the um, Lodge in Boonesboro, Maryland. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> have you been? I have. Oh, good. So you understand. Um, lovely people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to be starting back at the Black Cat in D.C. Uh, in December. And I'm not sure the date of that yet. I'm not sure what the night that's going to fall on. So they're traveling ladies. Yes. Josh and I have worked very hard to make this little dog and pony show a dog and pony show in six cities now. <laughs> <laughs> A dog and pony show with wheels, ladies and gentlemen, with wheels. It's really just a dog that has the the broken back legs and has the two (laughs) wheels in the back. Exactly. (laughs) That he had to borrow from somebody else. Um, Anywho. So, okay. So, what would, as a seasoned performer, as a seasoned queen, as Mrs. Kasha Davis would say, um, what advice would you give to a fledgling performer wanting to, to start out? Who might be listening to this, getting inspiration. And and this is something that I go, I tell everyone is don't limit yourself. Um, It's, it's really nice to kind of find a a character to play, but don't, and you can, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this because you kind of started off as a like one wig queen and which worked. It, It goes only, it only goes so far. Yes. So the idea is that don't limit yourself to one character, one type of act, because as a performer, you're going to find that you're not you're not getting the gigs that you want because you're not necessarily going to be right for everything. Right. Um, but if you have a repertoire uh, that spans pretty wide, producers can pick from a number of sh- a number of uh, numbers you have. And they have a better idea of like, you know what, even though he doesn't have something I need, I can go back to him for another show. Mm-hmm. Um and as far as like burlesque goes, is just be fearless. Do something new. Have fun with it because, frankly, like go I'm, out and see shows. Yeah, and see like what the the scene like has. Where do you fit into that? We have a um, a, a uh, seasoned performer in PBBR this season, Miss Greta Grenade. Absolutely love her. She is a seasoned burlesque queen from um, Los Angeles. And I think what's really helped her, not only in our competition, our show, but also just in general, is that um, she started going to burlesque shows around the city and learning that it's a whole different scene. Philly's burlesque and drag scene is not like anywhere else that you go. And there's so many talented performers out there that can... Um, give you inspiration. They can also show you that there is a world outside of, you know, Michael Bublé's feeling good. <laughs> or that, the with the stripper song. Yep. <laughs> Every single fucking girl does that. Um, so just don't limit yourself, you know, and also have fun because this is, 
this is meant to be a fun environment. Um, this is meant to be a place where you can feel fun and sexy and not take everything so seriously. Sweet. We're going to we're gonna pause a second while I get a refill. Be right back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> that's everyone's. That's Brandon Roberts' favorite part. You're like, we're going to pause. And we're back. My, my favorite part is the clinking of the ice oh, yes. right I by the. Just <laughs> refill mine. Click, 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 click. <laughs> we're both enjoying a lovely. Uh, 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 vodka soda. That's my, it's my go-to. Never mix, never worry. Mine as well. Mine is a nice pair. Yours is, is plain. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, we're about caught up to the present then. So let's play some 20 questions, <laughs> AKA three or four. <laughs> so what is, what's your favorite number that you perform? Um, I have a few. I you think, only have about five to choose from. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, shut up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's it's true, but you know what? They Thank travel you. well. Uh, um, I think right now my favorite number to do is my Gypsy Rose Lee final strip. Um, it is. Did you get to see it? Mm-hmm. Okay, it is a. Uh, it is the final strip from Gypsy in the musical, where it is four strip teases in one number, and each strip tease is a different costume. The montage of her like. From each becoming, city. Yeah, becoming the actual Gypsy Rose Lee. And this number is going to grow and expand much like me over the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for laughing Hopefully at that. the fabric is stretchy. <laughs> it, it, it is. <laughs> so it is uh, the idea that eventually uh, I'm going to try to see if I can get Brittany Lynn to become the announcer. And instead of it being like, Wichita's one and only, it's going to hey, be like... Hey, jetbags. It's, yeah. it's going to be... Uh, the parking lot behind the Taco Bell on Chestnut Street <laughs> is proud to present. <laughs> it's just, it just really hammer home the shittiness of it. Yeah, um, that would be funny. I've been, I've been fortunate enough that I have a great costumer, um, Mr. Tom Serco. He is a brilliant theater costumer, and he uh, really sets me up with some amazing costumes. The mm. dresses are stunning, if I don't say so myself. Um, and it's it's just my favorite number to do. It's about eight and a half minutes long. Perfect. <laughs> and so it really just fits in everywhere. <laughs> nice and brief. You can always you can always nice tell like the host is starting to like strangle their program a little bit when I'm at, at minute six. And they're like, fucking bitch, get off the stage. <laughs> get the get the, 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 the hook. The hook. Um, so on the other end, what's your what's your least what's your what's your least <laughs> successful number? Um, so you were there that night. It's, I don't know if it was the number or it was me, but I did, um, <laughs> I did, um, uh, call from the Vatican from nine. Really? And this was the night I that I got that. really drunk before all day. Oh, is and that the one where you didn't fucking show up until like, oh, <laughs> yep. I don't remember that. This, I showed this up. This bitch, it's like, so it's supposed to start at 10. It's 10, 15. And this bitch isn't there yet. And I call him. He's like, huh, huh, I'm awake. <laughs> I'm like, you're fucking wasted. I was wasted. And this is why I don't drink when I perform, because I have flashbacks to that terrible night. And at the end of it, I do, at the end of the number, Which I version do like. did you do? The movie or the Jenker Kowski? I do the movie. I did the movie for this. Okay. Um, and I do love Jane Krakowski's number, but it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It didn't have the right pacing. And I wanted to really, I love the Salma Hayek version. Anyways. Penelope so, Cruz. How dare you? <laughs> 
because because all Latino oh, performers fuck are you. LGBT. Now, no, so, god uh, damn Ernest it. Ernest Owen, alert. Anyways, god damn it. We'll we'll edit that out. Thank you. No, we won't. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure you won't. I, I don't edit this. <laughs> I, just, so, um, <laughs> Penelope Cruz version. I love it. Um, but at the end of the number, I do like a really subtle drop where I, you know, feign masturbation Perfect. on a phone. And it's, you know, a thing. And at the end, uh, Josh comes up and he's like, are you OK? It might have been you who did this. One of you came up to me. He's like, are you OK? I was like, I'm fucking great. Why? He's like, well, you fell. And I was like, no, I did a drop. He's like, no, babe, you fell. <laughs> So um, that is probably the that's the number that will never happen again because even though if I don't know if it was the number, but I'm assuming it was more me. But um, is that your most? Because my next question will be, what's your most embarrassing? <laughs> that would memory? be the most that, embarrassing, most embarrassing memory really? of all time. I I yeah, I would say that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. Is um, and this is this is a tip for everyone is. Know your tolerance. I have a very high tolerance for alcohol. However, I have friends who are terrible drunks, and I got, and bartenders and bartenders. So, so this is Miss Brittany Lynn was pouring those pouring, drinks yeah. during the day, but we were drinking at noon, and we drank just through the whole day, and I just really was not smart about it. And this is, you know, as a producer, as a performer. Be very careful about your alcohol intake. Certain <laughs> certain performers like Bev can drink six. Uh, well, my new liver pairs. just took, so I'm fine. Certain performers, it's you know, it's they need it, but others, I I just yeah. Be sharp. Be sharp on you your performance. Up shoes. I, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I it was bad. I mean, that's night. how bad that was. It was a night. <laughs> um, so what's your favorite memory from performing? Your favorite experience or memory? Um, I have a few. I have a couple. I'll give you, I'll give you like my top couple. Um, I think the, my favorite memory of performing, um, would be we did uh, we did Outfest. Doing Outfest is it just in general is an amazing experience as a performer because there's usually you know thousands of people who stop you and tell you yeah. how good you were. Unless the weather's fucking shitty like it was this year. Yeah, this year we had a weird time slot too. It was like at the very end of the day. Yeah. And truth, this this fucking bitch right here, I uh, he was hosting Taboo Slot and the bitch. It's uh, we're supposed to go on at four fifty. It's four forty five. I call Bev and I say Bev. We're where the fuck are you? We're going on in five minutes. And you, your exact, t- your quote, you just te- either texted me back or told me, you said, uh, they're on time this year. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they're I, never on time. I, I understand that, but you literally to, every year least, you rush fucking over there and then you wait 25 minutes. You have to at least because, pretend. because Karen Vonsey wants to do 13 more costume changes. Get on up. <laughs> well, well, all right. I love, oh, Miss Karen, Miss Karen. I fucking love Miss Karen. I made it on time. We were fine. We were good. (laughs) Um, So that was, that, that's always an amazing experience. Um, I think also another top experience for me would be uh, walking with the Mummers the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, So first of all, if you've, if you've never been fortunate enough to be in the Mummers parade, 
it is a goddamn experience because it is I bitterly it cold. Yeah, it's bitterly cold. All the queens are pissed off. And- <laughs> well, you have to be in drag there at like seven in the fucking morning <laughs> on New Year's Day after you've either been out partying or working or the both. Night before because it's fucking <laughs> the New best Year's is Eve. one. The first year that I did it, Mary and Mar- Mary tonight and Maria were were in the parade and they just stayed up all night making their costumes and it's like seven thirty and they're like shivering, smoking their cigarettes, being like, "Why the fuck am I here right now?" Yeah. Um, uh, fun, actually, really fun story about this. I don't know if you know this story, but uh, <laughs> Fancy, the one year uh, was circus themed and Fancy Fancy Dismount came as an elephant. And <laughs> she showed up, she showed up with her crown, which is like, I guess, a kind of a no no. You're not supposed to show up with a crown to another girl's crowning event. Um, and <laughs> Brittany Lynn, first of all, is probably hungover, uh, has not slept in three days. And <laughs> her sarcophagus wouldn't open. <laughs> her sarcophagus wouldn't open. Uh, <laughs> Love and, you. And six of the queens haven't showed up, and it's already twenty minutes past the call time. Sounds, sounds so, about right. So Fancy comes up wearing this crown, and it's pinned into her wig. And <laughs> Brittany's just like, she's wearing this gray flowy gown, and Brittany's just like, you got more of that fabric, sis? And she just bolts it around the crown, and just almost basically covers her head. <laughs> it was the funniest shit. Uh, luckily, we this. Was this year? That was the last year we had the trolley. We haven't had. We haven't had. We didn't have a trolley last year, Um, but it's an experience because you get to walk. The year I did it, there was a fucking like vortex of wind. (laughs) Yeah, you had it the worst. Like my wig flew like halfway up the fucking block. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing this again. No, it's it's a lot. It's a commitment. I wore my full Winnie the Pooh fur suit last year, and I was still. I still got. I got like sick. I got like really sick from being in the. Because we were in the sun for like two hours waiting to go. And then when we finally did go, um, I had been sweating in the sun. And then we finally got into the shade of Broad Street because there's all these tall buildings. And you're just like, I'm sweating inside my suit. My suit is now like filled with water. And now it's freezing. And now it's like freezing to my body. Yeah. Ugh, but yeah. it's a fun experience. But it's fun. <laughs> it really is. It, no, it's. It, I don't want to be shitty about it. It really is a fun experience. Yeah. And people just hand you liquor from the sides. And they're just like, here, take a swig of this. Take a swig of this. <laughs> I drank a Four loco this year. Oh, God. <laughs> so oh, I'll, God. No, whatever you. you can get. No, thank you. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So, uh, so those are those are the favorites? Yeah, those. I mean, I, there's tons of experiences. I would say top, another top. I love going to Wilkes-Barre. Um, Wilkes-Barre doing the Lizzie McGuire number for the first time in Wilkes-Barre. Like, it just shout out to Estella Sweet. I'll see you tomorrow night. Love, love, love Estella. Love, um, uh, love Bobby out there. Love all the girls. Everyone out there is just so sweet and they just love everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And, um, just did Lizzie McGuire out there for the first time and they lost their shit. But you can thank me for that fucking number. Did that I? That was when we had to, you, you have that number because we have to choose. We had to choose um, numbers for each, for each other, one burlesque, and oh. I gave you the choice of Chic C'est La Vie by the Countess Luann, <laughs> or Hey Now, Hey Now, This Is What Dreams Are Made Of from the Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack. <laughs> and I was not doing Chic C'est La Vie. And this bitch this is... This is the Countess speaking. <laughs> we have arrived. <laughs> 
Gems, um, jets, silhouettes. I may know all the words. What's, of what's the what was the parody on SNL? It's like <laughs> from, from Lindsay Lohan as, as Rapunzel, where it's just oh, like yeah. caviar, caviar, uh, uh, Versace. Uh, chic, la vie, uh, or be our guest. <laughs> yes, be, be our guest. Caviar, Versace. <laughs> be our guest. Be our guest. And then there was the one on Thirty Rock. We're on a complete tangent now. The Thirty Rock one where Denise Richards was on one episode, and she's like, "Oh, my new single's coming out." And then it's her next to pull. She's like, "La piscine, Shador, la piscine, towels, sunscreen, bathing suits, diving boards, and towels. Those ladders, towels." <laughs> La piscine is French for the pool. <laughs> um, actually, before we get off this tangent, I before I was before I came here, the reason I was running late is because I went to a screening of Halloween at the movie theater, uh-huh. and Miss Ky- Miss Kyle Richards is looking was looking good as oh, a child she is in, that. in that. She was a child actress in Halloween. She is. Well, you'll, you're getting the scoop here first, folks. <laughs> so my next bitch fest plug plug for me is uh, Real Housewives themed, and uh, Taboo has been gracious enough to hook me up. With um, I got I had the idea to try to get us like just skinny girl yeah. products to like sell that night like skinny girl margaritas and vodkas. We're getting to fucking step and repeat with the <laughs> logos and shit. They're sending like cardboard cutouts <laughs> for people to take pictures with. I'm like I can't get a real goddamn house. Well, I there thought you were gonna say because they Kyle cost Richards. five thousand fucking dollars if not just more. to stand there for thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, Dorinda Medley, five five k plus five. She needs five star accommodations and travel. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll happen. I just want Kyle Richards to show up and I just say, want, "I stole Kim's goddamn house." I just want Dorinda Medley to show up and say, "How you, how am I how am I doing? Not well, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I can't anywho, wait for this show. So as we're wrapping things up, let's. I like to end with some negativity. What is <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve as a as a either a, a performer, a producer, or an audience? member when it comes to burlesque uh timeliness is my biggest pet peeve so i know i'm i'm okay with drag time 10 to 15 minutes mm-hmm. is absolutely fine there are some queens who will literally hold the door for an hour an hour and a half and you're just like bitch i have to go to work tomorrow yeah, so yep. um there so timeliness and also as you know on performers like Call time is call time. You right. know, we do build in a little bit of time if there's an emergency. But if you show up, I've had people show up um, to perform in the second act and they show up at the last number in the first act. That shit is not. Mm, no, yeah. that's that's awful. That is like a producer's worst nightmare that yeah, you're sitting there sweating you're, you're and just worrying about it all night long. Yeah. So show up on time. OK. Mm. Well, my dear, um, so this will come out next Wednesday, which means two days before our monthly burlesque show at Taboo. Talk to us about what that is going to entail that night. Get the kitties to come out. Every month is a different theme, and we've been uh, been exploring some new themes the last few months um, and trying something different. And this uh, this upcoming, uh, well, it'll be on Friday, we're doing uh, Burlesque Does the Hits. The Hits! The hits, the children's favorites. Uh, we're going to be doing songs, favorite songs from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Um, I don't want to promise anything, but I'm pushing for someone to do Bodak Yellow. Oh, God. And just really... Not it! <laughs> um, I'm I, not going to tell you what I'm doing, but I recently saw, speaking of another Hilary Duff cinematic <laughs> classic, or Hilary Duff or Haley Duff, which is... Hillary they're Duff both was, terrible. Hilary Duff was Lizzie McGuire, right? Yes. Okay. So the Hilary Duff cinematic classic, A Cinderella Story, <laughs> was on uh, TV uh, a week or two ago, and 
God bless her, Jennifer Coolidge is the best part. Oh of that my movie. god! <laughs> and there's a scene where she's like, "It's the Botox. I can't show emotion for another three hours." <laughs> so I'm doing a tribute to Botox. Oh, Chris! Shout out to Chris Balby. <laughs> right. I'm doing a tribute to Botox. Bo- 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 Botox Bo- yellow. Botox yellow. Um, as and I won't tell you what the song is, but I, if it works out the way I hope it will, I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, I'm doing two numbers. I'm, you know, I'm going to be doing one of my standards. Mm-hmm. Um, but who else in the show? Uh, we're gonna see um, uh, Kitty Devereaux, Pre- previous get- podcast guest Kitty Devereaux, uh, myself, you. We have um, Big Red. We have that, Bomb that Deloise, homosexual. <laughs> yeah, the flaming homosexual uh, Big Red. We're gonna have Bomb Deloise, which we are will eventually change his name to something more. <laughs> I thought we just saw decided his name was going to be Dick. Dick Picks. I, I, you know, I, I he, think that's hysterical. I do too. And that's, you know, who came up with that was, um, Joey Martini from the Peekaboo Review. And I think that that is such a genius idea. Personally, I wanted to call him, um, Total Bottom or something really just non, it's not, it's not even, it's not even a double entendre. I want it just to be a flat Slutty out. whore. Yeah, like Come to the stage, slutty whore. <laughs> This bitch. I, this bitch. <laughs> um, so, and then we're also going to see um, the amazing Bretzo is going to be in it. I believe we're going to have Carriage Return from New York and um, Miss um, Pussy Von Wienermuff uh, will be there as making well. So, return. making her big return. That's exciting. So, I'm excited. It's going to be a really fun show. Come on out. It's at Taboo. It's at Taboo. At 10 o'clock on Friday. Doors open at nine. Get there early because seats do <laughs> fill up. That's, so, that's um, and we usually start close to on time because uh, certain ladies are very old and have day jobs, much like Bev, and cannot be bothered to be out past midnight. Or have to do goddamn brunch. I have to do morning. goddamn brunch the next morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sir, anything else? Um, come out to PBBR. It is every Thursday um, through October and November and uh, support some new performers. And finally, the Golden Girls Live will be appearing at The Raven on November 10th. We're going to be doing two brand new episodes. Tickets are on sale online through our link, uh, through our Facebook, on uh, The Golden Girls. That is G-U-R-L-Z, The Golden Girls. And to avoid copyright infringement. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, we try. <laughs> we try. And, um, yeah, just come out and see me. I'm pretty much before... Oh, Quizzo. Quizzo. I host Quizzo every Wednesday night at Taboo. I forget that I have a, a weekly event. Every Wednesday at 8 o'clock, uh, Taboo, I run the gayest Quizzo in the neighborhood. Um, maybe Aurora might have me beat there, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copyright that. Um, it is four rounds of gay fucking shit. So gay movies, gay TV, gay music, and all around just a fun time. All right. Well, because you've been such a good guest, you've won an entire (laughs) box of Walgreens frozen pizza rolls. (laughs) They come in bags. (laughs) That's an inside joke. It's not an inside. She insults me every day. Just a little throwback to our days as roommates. All right. Bye, kids. Bye. Yes. So that was our interview with the fabulous Mr. Connor Michael Chuck. As he said, you can catch Burlesque in Philadelphia the first Friday of every month at Taboo. If you are listening to this before November 3rd, that is this Friday here in Philly. Come out and see that. I have... 
uh, a brand new stupid number planned that is a tribute to a little-known cinema classic called A Cinderella Story, starring Miss Hilary Duff and Miss Jennifer Coolidge. So come out for that if you'd like. Coming up on November 18th, in case I don't get another episode out before then, I'm hoping to, but you never fucking know, we have my show Bev's Bitch Fest. Uh, this uh, month's theme is... Uh, the Real Housewives of Bev's Bitch Fest at Taboo on Saturday, November 18th. It was just, not to gloat, but it was just named the best monthly drag show at the Philly Drag Awards. So come out for that. We have uh, all of your favorite Philly drag queens, Vinchelle, Sutton Fierce, Satine Harlow, Nevaeh Shea, uh, Aurora Horialis, uh, Maria Topcat impersonating your favorite Real Housewives from Bravo. We've got fabulous drink specials sponsored by Skinny Girl Cocktails. You might even see a housewife or two there to take some photos. So come on out for that. I appreciate everyone tuning in and loyally uh, listening to this little podcast. Tell all your friends. Hit that subscribe button. And I will see you all next time. Bye.